And if we want to talk about, yeah, saying the right thing at the right time, you know what the right thing at the right time is right now? What's that? Anything other than complacency. That's what the right thing at the right time is right now. Hi, everybody. It's level up time. Do I have a started it the same way? Hi, everyone. I well, I've got that frustration in my voice because this is take three of the day, but that's okay. Take three or two? Well, we started. Well, I know. Well, you know what it is. It's when you turn on Zoom and it's auto recording and you've got to stop it. Oh, yeah. So we're going to have all sorts of audio files when this is all over, but we're good now. I can hear you. You can hear me. Sound is good. Microphones are working. For now, all is well with the world. Randomly. Yeah. Cool. I don't even know what happened before. I, this is what happened last time. It's just like, it's almost like there's like a little mouse behind my computer. That's kind of taking the cord out ever so slightly. So it disconnects. That's all I can think. Not a mouse, but something, something. The podcast gods are like, you know what? Let's throw in some technology issues. Mm -hmm. It's fine. Just blame it on winter. Blame it on the weather. Blame it on Canada. Yeah. On the cold. It is softly snowing outside your window it is does it actually look Not nice so out there to me all things snow and winter look gross unless you're in like banff you know what it's because it's been so frigid that the snow on the ground isn't snow anymore it's just ice and it it's just not pretty anymore it's gross it's done it's been a very gross I, winter around you know here. what snow art only looks pretty in december and then after that it's disgusting and it needs sunlight. It's true. Like, yeah. It's so gray and nastified outside. Do me. Do me. Is that, Is that what you just Is said? Is that a word? What? Do me. Oh, I thought I took that as two separate words. Do me. <laughs> I'm like, wow, that's aggressive. It's aggressive for a podcast. It really doesn't I matter meant that we're married. D-O-O-M-Y. And no, I don't know no, why I said I that. It. Gloomy. I, I meant to say gloomy. And gloomy, I said not doomy. <laughs> but now that that came out, it kind of okay. You can you can yes. appreciate that as a male, my mind is default gutter, regardless of what your intentions are. Although if you would have said gloomy, I wouldn't That's have thought. You know what? You okay. Can we talk about this for a second? This is a very hard thing for women. And I mean, I get that you're my husband, so it's okay. But what? That, we that have to be very pig? cautious. What? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, because we have to be very cautious as women in what we say publicly, because it can get misconstrued if we say something that might sound like some something else. Agreed. Like we're constantly having to think about what we say, like more so than than the average male. Well, I, I think because the double standard that is a double standard is that men could be misconstrued and men don't really care if they're misconstrued. They're like, oh, what did I just oh, say? Oh, but women would never say, oh, she, she said do me. No, no, no. <laughs> other guys would. I'm saying it's just. It's no, I know. Just, it's But like of other guys. Like if I said that and a guy was listening to me, he would hear it the way that I heard you, the same way that I heard you, the way that I heard you. Guys yeah, just but listen then for a woman, it's a not a pervy yeah. filter. Guys just have a pervy filter. It is just the way I know, but for a woman, it's different. If a guy says that to a guy, it's like, okay, whatever. Like there's no like um feeling of I don't know, like you have to get your defenses up or something like that. I don't right. know. You're not you're not threatened by 
You don't feel threatened. Exactly. That's what I was looking for. Well, if I would say, well, that's the thing. If I said gloomy, you wouldn't think I want you to stick me to something. No. You just think. I was trying <laughs> nope, to take it out my of my mind a, would not go there. Context. I was just taking it into a. But that being said, I do hear things wrong. And a lot of people do not just from like that just happened to have a bit of a NC. No, no, I know. I'm just I'm just saying that, like, I think sometimes it's good. And and same thing on on the male side, like sometimes it's good to recognize what each side of the fence is dealing with and just put yourselves in other people's shoes sometimes and. You know, sometimes you think women overthink things. Well, we're overthinking things because you pervy assholes are thinking something bad about us. For what it's worth, I didn't really take it as a pervy thing. I just heard that and I'm like, why would you say that? It wasn't a, it wasn't a, a, no, wasn't I know. a feeling I didn't, of I, excitement. It was a feeling I, of, wow, we're recording a podcast and you shouldn't be saying that. It was actually me defending your honor is what it was. I Yeah. And for that reason, we will not cut it out of the podcast because this is a life lesson for all of our listeners out there, male and female. Give your heads a shake. And it's also a lesson, even though that's not what the topic of this show is about today. And, and this isn't any sort of a knock on you, but in general, that's why we all should slow down when we speak. And take a second. Not that you would have said anything different because you were just searching for a word, but I'm just saying that when there is, because I have concerns and people have concerns, not necessarily from a, a threatening context, for, but just from saying not what you mean perspective, where people need to come out there and just jump into talking. And you'll hear, at least when I speak, I might talk a lot, but generally there's a lot of pauses and it's slow because I'm gathering my thoughts while I'm talking. It's true. But, I uh, tend to speak very quickly. You're right. Well, I, I think you're good. I'm, I'm not saying that you, this wasn't a knock on I you. I will slow down. You would have still said do me, even if it took a little <laughs> bit longer to come out. <laughs> I but, may not have, but I don't even anyway. know what the context was. We were just talking about how it's gross outside. I meant to say gloomy, but I it's said gloomy. doomy okay, because I was it. thinking of the lack of sun and doom, I guess. Doom. <laughs> but the impending doom that is with a dark outside. That's fair. Well, <laughs> it is gross. Our and, lacking of vitamin C. And actually in the first D. take of this show, we were talking about how much we don't like the winter and don't like anything about all that. And I don't know why we live here. Except that I do, I, I'm born and raised and, and love it here and would never leave if not for the fact that this winter is brutal. And I don't like any of the conventional things that come with Canadian winters. That's true. But. Me neither. But anyway, we will move on because we already did a rant on something completely different than the first time we started recording this podcast. So, well, that's okay. We're going to talk about what we're really here for there was a life lesson there and if we want to talk about yeah saying the right thing at the right time you know what the right thing at the right time is right now what's that anything other than complacency that's what the right thing at the right time is right now that is true it is now coming to the end of january when this will air it will be just about the exact end of january of 2024 yeah. and i want to know how many people out there are where they had pictured themselves being from a business context for themselves right now. I don't care how many deals you've done or how many deals are in the works, but have you actually been building those relationships, growing your database, building your pipeline, 
or are you stuck in the gloom and doom of your own head, I guess? <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, I mean, so so that's what we're talking about today because we've been seeing it out there quite a bit. Just an attitude yeah. of complacency and I'm not blaming it on the weather. I'm blaming it on the nature of people and the choices that you make in being successful and doing what you set out to do or trying to wait for it to come to you. Yeah. Well, I, I think most people have the best of intentions when it comes to bettering their business or making big plans for, for the next year. I do think that people get sidetracked and very overwhelmed quite easily. If you think about it like a diet, right? There's a lot of people that have go on a diet and then the minute they go off their diet, like for one meal, it's like all all's lost and you can't recover from it. And I think that's how people treat their business a lot of times. You have a crappy day, things don't go the way you wanted it. And so why do I even bother trying to go back to eating healthy food or reaching out to my database because I've just ruined it kind of thing. And I think that's the attitude a lot of people take when, when this sort of, you know, the days happen that aren't the greatest. I, I agree with the you. Weeks. I mean, that, that is, that is what a lot of people are. They, they kind of fall into this cycle of it didn't work today, so it's not going to work tomorrow. It's illogical to me. It's kind of backwards. It's very backwards. Because obviously, if you do what you've always done, you're going to get what you always got. And yeah. if it didn't work today, wouldn't you want to do something different to make it work yeah, tomorrow? I mean, yeah, but I think it's hard to recognize that. And I think people are on different paths to. For sure. That's why we're here. That's why we're doing this episode. Yeah. And I think just people don't yeah. recognize that. Mm -hmm. And it is human nature more so than ever to justify the outcomes that are in front of you by looking at outside forces and things that are out of your control and finding mm -hmm. the excuse of the day to make yourself more comfortable with how things are right now. Yeah. And, you know, again, circumstances are different for everybody. So this isn't an indictment on anybody who hasn't had a good first month or who feels like they've been out of the game or having trouble getting back into the game. This is more of a, let's talk about how to get you back in the game. Let's talk about how to amp up what maybe isn't at the level that you want so far this year, or let's talk about sustaining and remaining consistent for the balance of the year, because guess what? You've actually stuck to your goals so far. And maybe mm -hmm. there's a little bit of a nervousness that it's going to be hard to keep going. Yeah. Well, I, I can say this past week, I've had a listing that has taken over a lot more of my time than I expected it to. And I have felt that my daily actions and my daily goals and weekly goals that I've wanted to do were sacrificed last week because of, of that. And even just thinking ahead to this week, it took me having to kind of rethink my approach. Um, because there was a few days where I was just kind of going into the day, not knowing what my plans were, just kind of flying by the seat of my pants. And those are the days where things just don't get done because I haven't planned ahead. I haven't prepared. 
And so I think for everybody out there, recognizing that you're going to have, you're going to fall off, right? You're going to have days that don't work out as well. You're going to have weeks where maybe a certain client is a little bit more challenging, but it's really about getting back to those habits. It doesn't mean just because you fell off once you're going to fall off every time. Um, it's, it, it takes a lot of time to get into that mindset. Well, from what you just said, I mean, there's a, there's so many, you, you could do a whole episode of lessons just from what you were talking about just now. Like, yeah. first of all, we talk about the need for planning and focus and time management and all that. And again, it's not as easy as just saying, here's what I'm going to do because stuff gets in the way, but when stuff gets in the way and it's the right stuff, because truthfully, if you've had your time taken and you've been distracted by quote unquote, good things, you know, a deal that's getting done, talking to clients, even if it's stuff away from the business, but that was still useful time spent, you need to be able to look at that as a valid pump up mechanism for yourself, I think, mm -hmm. right? Like it wasn't a lost week. It was just a yeah. direction. Well, that's it. You know what I mean? Like you yeah. had yeah. good outcomes. No, it was good at good outcomes. That's the thing. Like, I mean, yeah, you can't beat yourself up just because, oh, look, I, I sold a listing. Like you should be happy about that. And right. you know, those, that's what you're working towards. That's what's so funny is we get disappointed with these things. Cause we're not staying true to the weekly goals that we have for ourselves yet. You've done something that you like the actions that you were trying to take beforehand led leads you to that point. Like that's the ultimate goal is, is getting the business and getting those deals. So why are like, you know, I feel like a lot of times we get so caught up in wanting to do things a certain way and we well, have in, to be flexible. You, you look at mm -hmm. what you didn't do or what you didn't yeah. get. And right. I mean, we've talked about it with our word of the year in the past, you know, whether it's celebrate or whatever, it's like, mm -hmm. it's okay to be, be happy, enough to That's be enough. Word. Your word this year <laughs> to be enough. Yeah. Um, I'm testing that now. Well, that's it because, you know, the success was there. Now, that being said, when you've set goals for yourself and the hope is that everybody out there has set goals for themselves. And if you haven't, that really is, you know what, take the next week to really build out an appropriate plan. It's never too late. You don't need it to be December to be planning the next year. Oh, if you don't exactly. know what to do, it's very hard to find satisfaction that you achieved something when you didn't set out to achieve anything specific, yeah. right? So mm -hmm. once you have that though, don't take your eye off that. Give yourself a little bit of, of an understanding that when you have successes, that's a very reasonable time to take a break and have a drink and be happy instead of thinking about all the stuff you didn't achieve, but don't get off the yeah. road either because that's the other risk of complacency is when somebody has a success and whether it's, you know, the, the salesperson who says I hit my goal in June, so I'm taking the rest of the year off or, you know, any version of that, you know, I did a deal. So they're all going to come easy to me now because the wheels are in motion. doesn't work that way in our business or really in any business. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's going to be very high highs and low lows and you've got to be able to keep going on an even keel to make sure that you're, you're, you're trying to be as consistent as possible. But I think also the idea of taking control of everything, of your actions, of your accountability, 
I think accountability is such a big thing, but we expect other people to take the reins on that and ask you without you saying anything about it, right? Like if you want an accountability partner, you need to go seek somebody out that is going to keep you accountable and you need to let them know what you need from them in order to, to get that accountability that you might need. Right. If you're just going to, you know, be like, woe is me. Nobody cares about my goals and, and what I need and all that kind of stuff. If you're not seeking out the help, the support, the accountability, then you're going to continually feel as though you're not, you're, you don't, you're alone and on this journey of trying to build your career and it shouldn't be alone. You should have people surrounding you that can, can help you out, but you've got to let those people know that what help you need and what right. you want from them and what that looks like it starts, for you. It starts with you regardless of where you're like, because I do think it's important for a lot of people, especially if you're in a hole right now where you're not getting things done, it's very likely you need someone to be pushing you along, but that will never happen without you first taking a step yourself to add, to look for that, to seek that out, to ask people to set a plan, whatever it is. Right. And again, like complacency isn't just, I'm not doing things myself today. It's also, I'm not making an attempt to figure out what I need to do. Like, I'm just, it's just that feeling of hopelessness and, and, you know, maybe you're in the valley of despair. Maybe you have been trying things this year and it's not working. And now you're at the give up or rejig point or something like that. You need to be able to evaluate why you are where you are. And you might not be able to do that on your own, but like any 12 yeah. step it's program. It's hard to do it on your own. Like that self-reflection is a hard thing for a lot of people. Right. And to you even get to themselves. It. Yeah. Well, that's it. Like they always say what, like identifying you have a problem is the first step. And I right. think, you know, it might seem obvious for some people, but a lot of times it's not obvious for people. Like they're just kind of going and and not realizing, not taking a step back and saying, why am I reacting like this? Why am I always, you know, ruining, ruining these opportunities for myself or whatever it is that you find you, you get into a pattern of doing. And if you're not taking a step back and really figuring that out, um, it, it could be really tough to, to get the success or make the changes that you want to. Right. Well, and understand it's hard out there. We're all at different points in our, in our careers, but if you are looking at this or came into this thinking it would be easy and now you're demotivated because it's not coming easy, that's you blaming external things and and making like you need to get away from right now if things aren't going your way and you think it's somebody else's fault or your environment's fault no question things outside your control are going to contribute to things being harder but that doesn't mean you can't take the reins and you can't make an effort to pick up and plow forward because if it's hard for you it's hard for most other people out there as well right are there a handful of people whose stuff is coming too easy now, probably. Did they work their asses off to get there? Probably. And I'm sure they still have lots of systems and things. And frankly, again, like we always say, the worst thing you can do is compare yourself to other people. When you're trying to build your own business, it doesn't matter what other people are doing, right? So stop relying on what you're not getting as the reason for why you're not going to try harder. 
because when it comes down to it and you peel away the onion, trying harder, being consistent and committing to doing the work is the only way. It's just like last week when we spoke to Elena, you're not going to get anywhere if you don't do the work. And it's going to get hard before it gets easier. Right. A hundred percent of the time. So just well, recognizing it. that. Yeah. It's hard okay. now, but it's going to get harder. You're right. Yeah. So let's, let's, th let's think of let's all think. of our listeners out there and maybe the potential positions that they might be in at this point. I mean, hopefully you've been listening to the podcast and putting in place some great plans and staying consistent. That's our hope. But for those that may feel as though they're a little bit underwater, feeling like they haven't gotten this everything. This is the first episode and they're like, wow, this is such a negative. Everyone's <laughs> miserable who listens to this thing. But let's say there's somebody out there that says, you know what, I want to get three listings by the first quarter of yep. this year. And now they've got that right now they've got nothing, no prospect, no nothing. What, what can we help them out with? Okay. So this will all roads lead to in almost every problem you're going to have in frankly in life, but in your business, it leads to breaking things down and bringing it from your outcome all the way to where you are right now to create a feasible and measurable journey for yourself in bite-sized chunks that you can do, that you can commit to, and that will give you the clarity that you're on a path to something that you're trying to achieve because your motivation and your confidence is going to come from a feeling of actual achievement and moving forward. And if you don't feel like you're moving forward, there's nothing that's going to shoot you down more than that. So if your goal is, would you say three listings this quarter? Yeah. The first thing you need to come to terms with is you want to be confident that you're going to get there and you're going to build a plan for yourself. But this isn't about on March 31st, seeing whether or not you got three listings. And if you didn't, you slip back into some sort of a pit of despair, right? I think that's mm -hmm. the goal. I think you build it around that. But- Start with that and work your way backwards to break down to the smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller pieces in your business that are going to help you achieve that and get there. Mm -hmm. So that to me is always really not just step one. That is your steps. That's designing how you're going to do this yeah. and bringing you to right now and what you do from today. Yeah. And I mean, it might sound old school, but I think it's true that if you want three listings, how many listing appointments are you going to have to go on? Do you right. get 50% of your listings through listing appointments? So that means you have to go on six listing appointments by the end of March. Right. How are you going to get six listing appointments? What are the types of activities that you enjoy doing? Are you going to door knock? Are you going to you know, reach out to your sphere of influence and speak to them, go for coffee, you know, reach out to local businesses and try to drum up business. Like, I don't know, collaborating with them and finding names and whatever there's, there's any number of things, but it's really, you know, first of all, determining what you enjoy doing and making sure what you enjoy doing is actually going to lead you to new connections and, and conversations because people like, can, like I know people out there to be like, well, I like doing social media. Well, I like doing social media too, but a lot of the time that's not really furthering my business, at least immediately it's, it's helping my brand. It's definitely getting, helping people to get to know me, but I'm not going to get three listings if I just post on social media for, for the next three months, Right. I got to have conversations. So right. how are you having those?
It's yeah, yeah. It's what what leads to each step. If if we're talking listings, like you said, what leads to that? You need to have appointments to pitch the listings. What leads to the appointments? Yeah. You need people to book appointments. What is the yeah. way you're doing that? What is the message you're giving them? And as you break this down, you're going to identify very likely branches that are useful and longer term than just the finite goal you have. Because in our business, it's not about, okay, I got my three listings. I guess I'm done and I succeeded again, right? Like this is now, okay, lots of people I meet are going to be future business, are going to lead to other people. What are all the different ways that I can leverage that? And all roads lead back to contact with people, building relationships, having conversations, building database, because regardless of what your goal is, I can't think of a scenario where it doesn't start with connecting with people. Yeah. And so if that's not part of your daily routine right now, that needs to for sure yeah. be on your list of things that form part of your day. Yeah. Like I, I can, and I, I know they say this over and over and again say on this again. podcast, but I can guarantee you, guarantee you, if you have three different conversations with people, diff, three different people every single day for the next 60 days, mm -hmm. you will find something. You will find an opportunity. It may not be a listing. could be a buyer. could be a tenant. could be a landlord, but could it referral. will be something. And it's, yeah. And it's not only that one. It's all of the relationships. It's all of the people that are now keeping you top of mind when it comes to a conversation they're hearing about real estate and you pop into their head. Or if circumstances change, which we all know they do quickly for people, you're the one that's in their head. That's that's really the goal with these conversations. I think a lot of times we're just looking at that finite end result of a listing or a buyer but it's really the goal. If you try to say, you know, my goal with having this conversation is obviously to build relationship, but also to be top of mind with people because that's all you need to do. Because the moment somebody wants to make a decision to make a move, the person they're going to speak to first is the one that comes top of mind. It's like, there's no contest unless like right. their mom is a real estate agent. Otherwise it's the person that's top of mind. And even, if you're not top of mind, though, even if their mom is it like, yeah, they'll call their mom, well, but they'll maybe, probably yeah. also call you. Hopefully. Yeah. But I mean, that's all. It, it's so simple when you really think about it. And we complicate it so much for ourselves. We think that we have to have this, like we have to have 20,000 followers on Instagram and our reels have to be getting 500,000 views. And we need to be speaking at all these real estate conferences. But no, you just have to be top of mind with the people that are in your database and the people you want to have relationships with. How, how simple can that be? How simple. That, well, ah. What becomes even simpler <laughs> is the beauty of this is once you get going and the more you do it, the simpler yeah. it becomes. It's yeah. just part yeah. of what you do because the hardest part is getting started. Yeah. And the earlier on you do it, the less you kind of know what you want to say, the less comfortable you are, the more in your own head you are. It's tough and it's tough to sustain it. Most people, lots of people, who do this sort of thing will have their talks for a week and they don't have any business. They wanted some sort of immediate gratification. They think they sound stupid, whatever it is. And they stop, they find an excuse to stop. That's where we are right now at the end of January. 
How many of you have found an excuse to stop what you started the year doing or what you didn't even start, told yourself you were going to do? Starting is the hardest thing. Continuing is way easier, way easier. So you need to get to that continuing point. Because if you're having three conversations a day for 60 days, that's 180 new conversations. And you're not going to want to stop after 60 days when you see you've got a database of 180 people, whatever conversations have happened. Like, it's true. What you said, it is a guarantee. Something will come from that. 180 conversations. How many people have that? Like, right? Like, and, like and, be honest with yourself. Like how many times are you having a conversation with somebody in a day? Like, and, and look at your environment. Like why, what is making it hard for you? Do you need to go into your office as opposed to being at home and sitting at your computer in your kitchen where you're getting distracted all the time? Like maybe going into the office a few days a week, if you have another job, like I know there's a lot of people that are doing this part-time and good for you, but I find a lot of times you end up making the excuse that you work full time, so you can't do this. Well, take 10 minutes out of your day to do, like have one conversation a day. I'm not saying everybody should have three conversations a day. I'm just giving an example. Even if you had one conversation a day, I think in the next 60 days, you'd have something as well. Right. And that, that's not, anybody can do that. Anybody. It, it's anybody. almost without fail that when our agents go out, even just for a day or two, whether it's door knocking or whether they try to really put their head down and call database or whatever, they all come back with a story or two or three of someone they met, a conversation they had, a follow-up that's needed. And there's excitement there because they come out of it and say, wow, I didn't realize that this would actually turn into something. And for some people, it takes two days, three days, four days, whatever, right? But you stick with it, and I guarantee you when you hit that first time with just a conversation that starts to go down that path yeah. of this could turn into something, that's motivation for yourself, right? Yeah. And there's value in surrounding yourself with positive people, which we talk about, whether it's an accountability partner, whether it's a team, you know, whether you want to practice with people you know first and ask their opinion. I know a lot of people we talk to that's their first step is figure out who your ideal audience is. Who are you going after and find people you trust who fit that mold and interview them, talk, talk to them, build a comfort level for yourself of the sorts of things that are comfortable, right? You know, like these don't need to be scripted things, but as you build a system for yourself, it's not going to be you going to your park every day and being somebody sitting on a bench who talks to three people every day. Like that's, that doesn't need to be the strategy. It could be something that you've got, you know, an approach, whether it's through online, whether it's door knocking, whatever it is. But once you develop that approach, it becomes automatic and comfortable. And people yeah. feel that like they'll get that from you when you're talking. Yeah. And maybe, and maybe you will have to do things at first that you don't particularly enjoy. Maybe you'll have to force yourself out door knocking a little bit just to start the wheels in motion and, you know, to have conversations with people. You never have to see them again if it ends up not being a good conversation, like whatever. But, you know, I think also we have to understand that it's not stuff, you're not going to do things that you love doing every single day. Well, and I, I want 
everybody who's listening to just pause for a second now. Let's all pause because this is that point where people are having a conversation with themselves already about why they're not going to do this. Some people are pumped up and that's great. That's what we want. That's where your head should be at. But there's people who are saying, yeah, that's well and good. I hear this all the time, right? Like mm-hmm. everybody says, oh yeah, conversations, relationships. Oh, you think it's so easy, da, 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 whatever. It is though. And you really need to get in your head right now. Yeah. And that voice that's telling you this is all talk or that voice that's coming up with excuses for why you're not going to do this, I challenge you, put that aside and ask yourself if right now you're finding all the reasons why you haven't been doing business or why you're not where you want to be. It really is kind of a, what do you have to lose moment? I think. Yeah. Because if the worst case scenario is you meet a hundred, 150, whatever, 20, new people, are you worse off than where you are right now? Right? So yeah. the the questions and the reasoning that you find, if you're still in your head saying, I'm not going to do that, or here's why I don't think that's a good idea. That's part of the problem. I think you need to, this is that moment where you need to identify that you're getting in your own way by finding reasons not to do the work right? Whether it's, you know, I'd rather pay a service to send me leads or whatever it is. Like what's the easiest way well, to get to this? And, and the thing, and the thing that's so funny is that's just delaying the work that you're going to have to do. Right. Sure. You can, you can spend $500 a month on online leads, but eventually you're going to have to call them to and follow them. up with them. Right. And the thing with online leads, you're not just calling once you're calling probably five, 10, 15 times before you potentially get an answer from somebody. And then you're having to have a conversation. And some people do amazing at that. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying that you can't just like, whatever you decide to do, you're delaying the inevitable of having to have a conversation or having to have a connection. Like that's at the core, what it comes down to. And if it's so scary to have a conversation, like, uh, why are you in this business? business? (laughs) Like, like uh, everyone you ask, if it's, if it's a cliche boxed answer of, well, I like people, I like helping people. I like this. I like that. I want to, okay. Then help them. You know, you can't help people if well, you don't okay, talk to but them. Let, yeah, let's just take a step back here because like I get where you're coming when people are saying that because I'm the same way. I don't I don't like to Me be either. forced into having conversations with people. I get that. But you have to start somewhere. And I think that's like that pain when we were talking about with Elena last week about this, you have to go through the the gross, the not so fun stuff because think five, six years from now, you're going to have a database of clients that you actually enjoy working with where the conversation is going to be a lot easier, but you can't expect to get that within, you know, the first year or the first time you're setting goals for yourself, you got to build up to it. So that's what you can look forward to. Right. And it's, it's hard, it's scary, but it doesn't need to be gross in the sense of you are you. And part of what makes you a nice person to talk to is if you're thinking to yourself, this is gross, you know, train yourself to not be gross. You're a real nice Or I'm going to come across as so fake or whatever. Well, then don't don't be fake. Like actually 
ask, you just ask questions. Like that's, that's the key. Get you, to know the people. more you ask people, ask people questions, the easier the conversation is. People love talking about themselves. People love to be interviewed and, and asked questions. True. It's a fact. We love it. It's like just natural. Yeah. Ask me and, a question. Don't ask me a question. But then also on top of it, another thing that we've talked about before, I don't want to shift gears too much, but if you, if you're in this business, if you are trying to be successful, trying to do deals, always go back to the why for yourself. What is the motivating factor for why you're doing this? Is it to help somebody? Is there a bigger purpose? Is the money tied to something? Is it tied to helping a certain subsection of people or whatever? That in itself is a motivator that you need to keep going back to as well. When you start to tell yourself, I'm not cut out for this, or I don't want to do this, or this is too hard, right? Life is hard. Like, I don't care what your profession is. If you're coming from a different job, if this is your first job, if you have another job alongside this, I find that's a real easy way for people to put this to the side because there's income coming from somewhere. Mm -hmm. And it's easy to, you know, take what's there without adding on to it. But again, why did you get into this, right? If you came in thinking it was easy, you've learned it's not, that's okay. That happens to most people. But then you have a decision to make. Am I going to lean into what's hard? Or am I going to submit to the fact that this is harder than I thought? And I'll go back to what I was doing, which lots of people do. But don't spin your wheels in purgatory and wondering, you know, what do I do? Why am I failing? This is too hard, but I want to succeed. If you want to succeed, you can. Exactly. And if you need before you, if, if you're looking for an accountability partner and you have kids until you find another adult that could be an accountability partner, I would highly advise you make one of your kids, your accountability partner. Cause if you say in the morning, what your goal is for the day, you do not want to go home and tell your kids that you weren't able to do what you said, what you said you would do. Like how, how much will you disappoint them? Like that, that's like, that for me is motivation, so, like so much motivation. So try that out for a bit how, until you find cool somebody that. How cool is it to do that as an accountability partner, where if you've got a chore chart for your kids, if you've got mm -hmm. things like that, where, you know, they've got goals, they've got things. And you tell each other what you're going to do. What am I responsible yeah. for today? What is it that we're going to do? And we're both going to hold each other to it. I bet yeah. you there's a greater likelihood that they do what they're supposed to do. And That's to your true. point that you feel kind of obliged to do the stuff that you probably didn't want to do, but now they've got eyes on you. And how embarrassing is it if your eight-year-old, you know, puts the dishes Judges away, you. but you didn't make three phone calls. Yeah, you, you yeah, deserve, exactly. You deserve to be called out on that. But then yeah. if you made your three phone calls, how much more clout mm -hmm. do you have to ask your eight-year-old why they haven't done the dishes yet? I made That's my phone true. calls. And imagine how excited they would be will be for you when you finally get that phone call of list my house or I want to buy a house with you. Like that can directly connect back to the different daily actions that you've been giving account each other accountability for. So for sure. I love talking definitely. to kids about clients that I'm working with. They get excited about it. Yeah. yeah. And if you don't have kids, so. that's also how accountability partners work in general. So it doesn't need to be an eight-year-old. That's could true. Be yeah. In your it's just eight-year-olds like, are far way. more, eight-year-olds are far more judgmental than, than our peers oh, yeah. are usually. You'll feel more so. pressure from an eight-year-old <laughs> than you, especially because they live with you. 
and like they'll be asking you over and over again we're an accountability partner yeah but I mean you do want to find somebody that is like an eight-year-old who will like question like be like what the hell like why didn't you do this like you don't want somebody that's like that's okay you know tomorrow's another day it's like no like why the hell didn't you do it what's you know but that's also why you? you on the other side of being an accountability partner, whether it's to a colleague or whether it's to your kid, you need to mm-hmm. be a hard ass also with them because if both <laughs> sides, yeah. well, if both sides are willing to grant leeway and to say, oh, okay, I didn't do it. You didn't do it. All right. Let's just call this an off day. Yeah. That will continue yeah. to happen. Like that's not, yes. the way that this should be working. Well, that's it. I've had accountability partners like that right. before. And it's like, we like, we, we just, yeah, kibosh each other's progress. Like it's just useless. Like, why are we here? Well, I mean, t- so, today do we that. had, you know, there was a podcast, a different podcast plan that we could have said, all right, it was canceled. Let's just not record. Yeah. But we said, no, 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 we're doing something today. It's happening. Set time aside. We're going to do it. Now we're going to like going into this week, we're going to know our podcast is recorded. Boom. Don't have to worry about it anymore. It's going to be amazing. And we're going to so. make three phone calls once we end this podcast. You know what? I already contacted three people today. I didn't make phone calls by so, but I have. I do it in the morning. I've spoken to clients today, but they're existing contacts, so I can't really call them new contacts. Well, we've got a fun contest happening at our brokerage right now, where it completely revolves around contacts and connections. So, if you want to learn more about that, reach out. Um, and if you're looking for some accountability, we'd be happy to chat with you no pressure, no, nothing like no sales pitch or anything. But I think, you know, the more people reach out to each other and just say, you know what, this is what I need, then we can help each other out. And I'll tell you what, you call me, you can count that as one of your three contacts on the day. And I might count it as one of my three also. So we're helping each other out. (laughs) That's not how it works. (laughs) Anyway. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Get out there, get busy, pick up your year. For those of you who are already picked up, keep going. For those of you who need a little kick in the ass, you just got it. Rewind to the beginning and play it again, double speed. Right. Have you listened? Do you All listen right. to our podcast, Double Speed? 1.5, if that is my rate of speed for That's all probably my podcasts. Better. That's probably better, at least for my voice. I find when I listen to my voice, it's very like low and slow and. Maybe maybe one and a half, I sound happier. I am happy. I feel like I've got sort of a naturally miserable voice. Hello. Hi, how are you? All right. Well, thanks again for listening, everyone. And we will see you next week. Goodbye. Level up, level up, level up, level up.